From MinTech, the Micro Nanotechnology Education Center, this is Talking Technicians, the podcast about technicians, who they are, what they do, and where they come from. I'm your host, Peter Kazarnov. I teach technicians and engineers at Portland Community College. In each episode, you'll meet a working technician and hear their story. That means real interviews with real technicians about real jobs. At the end of each episode, you'll hear actions you can take if you want to be a technician too. In this episode, you'll meet Teddy. Teddy works at Tokyo Electron in Schenectady, New York. Teddy, welcome to Talking Technicians. Hi, Peter. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks so much for being here. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, where do you live and how long have you been there for? Uh, so right now I am living in Schenectady, New York, which is, um, I guess you could call it a suburb of Albany, New York. And I've uh, been here since uh, about two years now, almost a year and a half. Um, yeah. Where'd you move from? Uh, I moved from, well, I, I just wrapped up school, but... I moved from Pennsylvania, so about five hours south of where I'm currently at. And is there anyone else in your household? Uh, no, I'm I'm uh, living on my own right now. <laughs> so tell me about where you work. What's your job title and what do you do day to day? Uh, I am a uh, field service engineer, level one, um, for Tokyo Electron. And uh, uh, what was the other part of the question? So what do field service engineers do day to day? Oh, well, so, I mean, it, it just depends on kind of what your assignment is. I've, uh, in the past, uh, you know, year and a half, two years that I've had this job, uh, it's, I've kind of had dipped my toes in a little bit of everything from, uh, covering uh, service contracts to installing tools, to deinstalling tools, to, um, reporting to like a repair call. So day to day, um, definitely can vary unless you're, you know, depending if you're on a consistent assignment. Um, but for the most part, um, it can range from, um, clearing, you know, an alarm on a tool where, you know, you have to understand what's going on and, and you make sure things are okay. Or maybe you have to tweak, um, a gauge, um, to maybe uh, something more complex, like something's broken and you need to recover it or uh, troubleshoot it. And um, that could vary from something from gases to a mechanical problem. So there's quite a bit. <laughs> and when you say tool, uh, some people might think of hammers and screwdrivers. What do you mean by maintaining tools? Uh, yeah. So the, when I use the phrase tools, I'm referring to essentially, um, a big machine that is like in the mind of like these productions for semiconductors, um, is a tool or a step in the overall process of the um, production. And so, um, it, you can categorize these steps as tools, but, um, it's essentially like a big ma machine, um, very complex with a lot of, uh, safety designs, a lot of technical designs and, um, yeah, very, uh, technical. When you go into work, uh, does the, uh, sign on the door say Tokyo Electron? Oh no. <laughs> so can you explain uh, that a little bit? 
Yeah. So it's actually kind of interesting. So, uh, I mean, COVID probably played a little bit of a role, um, in the past year, but, uh, my, my supervisor, my current supervisor, I only met him once face to face so far and, um, all other contact is, you know, phone calls or emails. Um, and so in a way that's kind of, kind of nice that I've been given that trust. Um, but what, what to answer your question is like, um, so my company provides or designs and provides these tools for, um, so we're considered a vendor for a customer and a customer could be anything from, uh, Intel to Samsung to Texas instruments or, you know, global foundries, anything like that. So, um, when I show up to work, um, there is a possibility that, you know, it says Tokyo electron on the wall because we do have facilities, um, that I have been to and, um, to pick up things or sometimes to work on things or go to trainings. But for the most part, you're going to these customer sites, um, and you're servicing, um, or installing and working on these tools. Have you gone to a lot of different customer sites or do you mainly go to one? Uh, I have been going to a lot. So initially when I first got in, um, I actually didn't walk in as a direct hire with Tokyo Electron. I, uh, walked in as a contractor. Um, and the contract that they hired me for, um, I was assigned to just one location and, uh, there happened to be tool installs going on there. And I helped out that group of, or that team that was installing the tools and they had a position available. So I applied for it and they picked me up full time. And then, um, that's when I started to travel and install tools. So I have been to upwards of five plus sites in the past year, um, all over the East coast. So it sounds like your job involves, uh, quite a bit of travel. Uh, this one does. Yes. Um, but there are other jobs or assignments where, you know, you don't need to travel, but what's your work schedule? Like how many days a week do you work and what kind of hours? Uh, well, once again, it depends. Uh, if it's free for you to figure out, um, for our group, because we do travel, um, you know, I mean, you're, you're on the job and you're working. So a lot of us try to work six days a week. Um, when we're able to, you know, um, and which is good because we're not paid salary, we're paid out hourly. So that's a benefit because you're able to benefit from overtime. But, um, like I said, that's, that's, um, if you're, if that's kind of the assignment that you, um, get put into or volunteer for, then that's what you can expect. There's a uh, other, um, contracts or assignments, um, that only require 40 hours a week, or, you know, you can, might be on a shift where you're working three twelves a week and then four twelves a week alternating. Um, and it kind of just depends. I, I worked that for a little bit when I was, uh, helping, uh, train some new hires who were covering contract, um, out in Minnesota. About how much can a starting technician at Tokyo Electron expect to make? Um, uh, so if you're not working overtime, um, and you're working 40 hours a week, you could expect to make anywhere from 45 to 55, um, upwards of 60. And, uh, that's not including, um, if there's any th- possibilities of bonuses. And are there opportunities for growth? Uh, definitely. Um, there's always movement happening. Um, and when movement happens, you know, 
people move on to other positions or uh, get promoted themselves and um, you're able to fulfill their shoes or whatnot. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, I got hired as a a temporary contractor and within six months they, which isn't typical, usually uh, it takes a little bit longer than that, but uh, yeah, within six months, I'd say I definitely moved up when they hired me full time. And uh, yeah, then there's uh, other possibilities in the future to keep going um, along with uh, they can helps my company help support with uh, furthering education. If you're interested in that, they can uh, help compensate for that. What kind of things do you have to do as an employee to be able to move up? Um, I wish I could really say, I mean, uh, I feel like for me, they just, when they were hired, cause the position I initially got hired for, like even the applicant or the, uh, um, the wanted, uh, whatever it's called. I can't think of the technical term. Um, the once it had, it basically said no experience required, uh, you know, just someone who with, you know, technical knowledge or, you know, someone who has somewhat smart basically, um, was what they're looking for. And, uh, they took a chance on me and they quickly realized that this spot I was in was underutilizing my abilities and they wanted to put me in a a position where they could utilize me more and I could help them make money as they uh, help me make money. That's great. I'm glad you got to move up. So how did you become a technician? What was your work experience and your educational experience before you started at Tokyo Electron? Uh, yes. So I, um, my work experience was uh, quite limited. Um, I uh, only really did, delivered food out uh, during high school and during college. And then um, I also worked at Panda Express as a chef um, during college um, just to make uh, ends meet. And then um, when I finished my two-year degree, uh, I had a two-year degree from Brigham Young University, Idaho. And it was a a associates in science and electrical and computer engineering. And then... um, Yeah. Um, so then, um, basically I was applying for jobs after receiving that degree and I must've submitted over a hundred applications and only heard back from one person, but, uh, I already committed to, um, a course that my, uh, mom told me about, um, my family, um, happens to actually, uh, a lot of them happen to be in this industry. Um, and so she actually reached out to me about a educational course. Um, and so I decided to sign up for it and take it. It was, a uh, one semester long, I believe it was, uh, nano fabrication material, uh, sciences, um, is what it's called. And, uh, yeah, it was about a semester long and it's, it's, uh, kind of like a certificate specialization um, or even a minor if you were to get a four-year degree. Um, and it just uh, kind of goes over a lot of a lot of the, the basics of this industry, which um, happens to be a very wide set of knowledge. <laughs> How do you think uh, earning your two-year degree and then uh, doing the semester-long experience in nanotechnology helped you land a job at Tokyo Electron? 
Um, oh, it, it, it definitely did. Uh, like I said, uh, before I took the, the capstone course that extra semester, um, like I said, I must have applied over a hundred times, but, uh, after the capstone course, uh, I had a much, I had a better understanding of uh, what kind of roles and positions and what job titles in the industry meant. And so I applied for, um, about probably like 50, to 25 positions um and i was much more selective at the roles and like what they were offering um and uh i got contacted by four people and three phone calls and two face-to-face interviews in tokyo electron um extended me an offer um very pretty quickly um when uh that's one of the nice things about this company is when they're when we need people um we're not um we don't waste time we'll we hire you and, and use you right away <laughs> what was your first day like at tokyo electron how did you feel when you went into work the first time uh well it definitely i could see it being overwhelming for for people who haven't been around the industry um luckily that capstone course kind of gave a, a better idea of uh like what a fab is or a fabrication site is um for these integrated circuits and what a clean room is but uh yeah it's um the first day the 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 site is was very big um the production um floor was very large and just a lot going on (laughs) there's a lot going on um it it could be overwhelming but at the end of the day you know uh, you have a very specific job so like you just worry about what you need to do what was something unexpected about being a technician that you only learned after you started working um hmm that's true what something that was unexpected uh uh that i would use a lot of um like knowledge that i i have learned as a kid um what do you mean by my, that uh, so, uh, so my grandfather uh um and uh, just aunts and uncles uh, have all kind of worked in this industry as well my uh my grandfather um worked on a tool set known as implant for a while um I think uh, almost close to 20 years. And uh, I remember him like uh, um, as a, you know, um, a younger kid and teenager, I remember him just like teaching me how to use tools, teaching me how to use a, a multimeter to like troubleshoot issues. It's like we were working on things and repairing things. And uh, I remember actually uh, going to training um, in class. And uh, uh, it was really interesting how, um, like it clicked, clicked to me that he basically taught me the standards as a kid that the industry uses. So like to use proper, you know, tools for the job and to just make sure things are properly used and what, what to look out for. And so that was kind of uh, unexpected. It was, um, very basic knowledge on like just how to use tools is very, very critical because, um, you're working on very technical and expensive equipment. So like, even just the very basics they they will train you on to make sure that you're not going to strip a screw um, because that could end up delaying a process, which could cost the company a lot of money, not Tokyo Electron, but the customer a lot of money. 
What advice would you give current students or people that want to transition careers and work in the semiconductor industry as a technician like you? Uh, don't be afraid of like doing small projects, I guess. Um, that's a good knowledge point. Like if something's wrong with your car, don't be afraid to like look into it and try to work on it yourself. Um, don't be, um, Oh, also like if, if for some reason, just something in general is just holding you back, like just trust yourself and, um, go through the, the schooling because, um, it does help with the interviewing process and, um, having a company trust you because they're there. That's what's so difficult is, um, you want to be a good employee and you want your coworkers to be good because if you end up working with someone who isn't carrying their weight, then everyone feels it and you don't. So, I mean, just take, take schooling, I guess, seriously and take the skills upon yourself to learn. Um, because you don't want to play catch up when, um, you're required to, to act and you (laughs) are like, wait, how do I do that again? Well, Teddy, thank you so much for being on talking technicians. I really enjoyed hearing about the work you do and how you got there. Um, So please keep in touch. No problem. Bye now. Bye. Talking Technicians is produced by Mintech, the Micro Nano Technology Education Center, through financial support from the National Science Foundation's Advanced Technological Education Grant Program. Opinions expressed on this podcast do not necessarily represent those of the National Science Foundation. Join the conversation. If you are a working technician or know someone who is, reach out to us at info at talkingtechnicians.org. We're always looking out for great guests to share more stories with you.